0: In this new podcast series, I will be talking to visionaries, creatives, healers, teachers, educators, and guides all around the globe. I'm so excited to share with you chats that I've had with these amazing people who are showing up in the world and helping people to shine their light helping people to create their own journeys and to, you know, move forward in a positive manner. My intention for creating this new series where I talk to these amazing people was that I wanted to showcase other people that are in the world that are supporting women, are supporting humans are helping who are guiding and you know offering different healing modalities mindfulness, mindfulness techniques for parents and children and and everyone alike i wanted to showcase um, and open up dialogue around spirituality and healing modalities i wanted to just have conversation that flowed, conversation that was um, informative and that everybody could get something out of. And myself included in these interviews or these episodes that we, you know, and these chats that I've had with these people um, has opened up so much to me so I can only imagine what it's going to do for you guys. Um, So I am so excited to announce this new series and I absolutely hope you love it as much as I do. So let's get into today's episode. Sitting
1: down with Taylor Bonger today who is a soul and life coach was so much fun Just chatting to her was like talking to a girlfriend. We spoke about motherhood, mindfulness, meditation, journaling, um, lots of different things, heart therapy. Um, There was so much goodness in this episode and I'm just going to get straight into it because I know you're going to love it as much as I did. So here is the episode with Taylor Baller. Hi, Taylor. I am so glad to have you with us today for your Inner Light podcast.
2: Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here.
1: That's so good. Um, I would love it if you could just start um, by sharing with us just a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, so I am a mom of one three-year-old right now with one on the way. Um, I'm a life and soul coach, and I also coach women's mountain biking, (laughs) which is all very different, but uh, basically everything I teach uh, to my kids and to my clientele is empowered living, like ways to empower yourself to live a more mindful life and, um, you know, show up for yourself and for your loved ones with the most alignment and authenticity and, you know, power that you can. So
1: that's wonderful. And how did you start? um, Obviously, you know, you didn't just go straight into that. So what was your journey (laughs) leading up to doing all this wonderful stuff?
2: Yes. So um, it basically started when I became a mom, um, I used to work in the corporate world as a nursing recruiter and it was very unfulfilling, although it was quote unquote successful. Right. Um, so after I became a mom, I went back to work and for that whole year, it was really hard to accept that like, this is what I was doing. So, um, I basically started looking for alternatives on ways that I could still make an income because that wasn't an option for my family not to, and stay home with my kiddo. Um, So that's when I actually fell into LuLaRoe clothing. That was a few years back. Um, That went really well, and it kind of gave me some insight to the entrepreneurial world. Um, It helped me learn how to build community, and to, you know, run a business, because the, the model there is very, very simple, um, and soon that didn't feel as aligned as well, although I liked the freedom that I had found through it, um, so I got that taste of being my own boss, and, and I wanted more of that, yeah. um, <laughs> but in a different realm, really, um, and after I became a mom, there's a lot of triggers that kind of came up for me. So that sent me on this healing journey of my own. I was introduced to essential oils. So I actually started using them for a long time, um, just to help us reset like our boundaries and our energy and our regulate our emotions on a a daily basis. And I kept telling my friends about it. I'm like, you guys got to try this. It's like working. And so I really became a passionate about teaching people about the healing effects of essential oils Um, and then that really led into wanting to give more to people not just teaching about essential oils but like mindful techniques and things that we can do so um, I was actually Gabby Bernstein was a big influence on me and my road um, to this path And I actually had like an epiphany at one of her live events um, in New York where I was sitting there and it was like, oh my gosh, it like was like a divine download. And it was like, you need to teach people how to heal from within and use all these different scopes that you've been learning about your healing journey and share that with people. So I know that sounds like a lot, but um, that is really what brought me to this crossroads of, of wanting to you know, shine light into other people's lives and not just with like essential oils, but with it all.
1: Yeah. So like a holistic approach.
2: Yeah. Where we, we talk a lot about, um, and we had mentioned this before, like meditating, journaling, uh, tapping, emotional freedom technique, heart therapy. There's just so many daily things that we can do in addition to using essential oils that can bring us into a higher vibrational state and bring us back to balance. Um, for example, tonight, my three-year-old was like on another level. I don't even know. I'm like, I even told her, I said, honey, we're up here. And I put my hand up and then I said, we need to bring it down a little bit. she said, let's do that again. (laughs) So it's just, day-to-day stuff that we can do to empower ourselves to be in a better mindset and be more loving and compassionate and centered when we're dealing with ourselves, our own emotions, and our kids' emotions. Because so many parents out there, there's all these, um, you know, like Generation Mindful is something that I think of in their motto is to like take a time in instead of a time out, which is what we practice. But the parent needs to be able to like cope with that too. Cause yeah. sometimes we need a timeout, right? So like, how are we going to get ourselves back to baseline so that we can do this effective time in and not, you know, have that space that we're kind of seeking from our little ones. So yeah. that's just one example, but, um, how it's effective in your life.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, you mentioned heart therapy. I'd really love to learn a little bit more about that. I use, obviously, all the techniques, mindfulness and, um, you know, meditation, all those kinds of things, but yeah. heart therapy, I'm not aware of. So could you so,
2: share? Yes, I would love to. I learned this um, from one of my coaches, and it's very simple, and it's, again, something you can do in the heat of any moment. Um, it's really useful when you're coming to a crossroads with a decision that you need to make too. Uh, You know, a lot of us struggle on a day-to-day basis with big and little decisions. Sometimes if we're feeling really anxious too, um, little things can seem like a bigger deal than they really are. So that's a great time to practice this. Or if we're looking at something with like a big picture and it's like, I'm either going to go down road A or road B by this decision. Like that's a big deal. Um, And basically what you want to do is just get into a good space where you're safe and quiet um, and able to really tune in. Um, Breathing is huge. So you, you know, need to take your deep breaths with your belly expanding. A lot of people don't even know how to breathe. So that's why I'm kind of going through it. But like when you take a deep breath, your belly should expand. And when you exhale, that should contract. So really getting into a flow state of that. And then you just place your hands directly over your heart space and you close your eyes and you think about whatever this decision is that you're making. And, um, you just sit there and let it come through and you say to yourself, and you can do this out loud. It's even more powerful. Um, in this moment I need blank. And then like, You just allow that ego to take a back seat and your intuition to come forward, and you'll be surprised if you do practice this. You know, while you're really tuned in, what will come out of your mouth. You know, instead of your brain making all these decisions and thinking this and that, it's just a simple technique that's just gonna let the truth come forward, and then you'll be like, oh, that's that's what I need.
0: (laughs) Okay, wow. Um, And
2: it's it's really eye opening and empowering because then. You know, we're always, personally, I, you know, sometimes tend to look externally for my answers when really I need to be looking internally. And this gives you the power to do that.
1: Yeah. Which seems like a very powerful tool. I know I often um, use journaling for that kind of thing as well, but even just able to to just sit in the quiet and just, yeah, do that. I'm going to try that for sure. yeah oftentimes where i'm like oh do i go that way do i go that way am i making the right decision Is this Mm -hmm. one that i should be creating blah 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 blah. and i I really do this hard thing like 20 times
2: a day (laughs) i know well you can and it's it's honestly um it just feels good too to like sit there with your hands on your heart and connect with your body and your breath and just allow your body and mind to kind of come into one for a moment even just kind of explaining it right now, I'm getting tingles. So. Yeah, yeah, I
1: know. I could just see your face. It's just like so zen. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's uh, a, you can kind of use it not even if you need an answer, but just to, for that purpose, right, to tune in and just, like, take a moment if your toddler is at, like, a level 18 and you want them at, like, a three. <laughs> <laughs> Help me
1: and sometimes
2: maybe your intuition will tell you what you need right in that moment too i don't know yeah
1: yeah yeah oh that's great oh well i'm definitely going to be trying that yeah
2: good let me know how that goes i will for sure
1: so what is the biggest lesson that you've learned on um this journey so far like what is something that's been like a key lesson that you've learned maybe about yourself.
2: that's an excellent question. Um, okay. So I'm just, I, I know exactly what I want to say. Cause someone else has asked me this recently and it came to me immediately and it was actually kind of an epiphany moment. Um, it's just kind of hard to explain because this year there's been so much growth in myself and my career. And, um, if I can take it back a minute, um, yeah. So when I was younger, I grew up with an alcoholic parent yeah. and being an adult child of an alcoholic, um, we like to control. <laughs> so if there's anyone else with a similar situation or story, I'm sure you completely understand. Um, but when you have big dreams and ambitions and I'm super driven, it's hard sometimes to let go of that control. So that has been the biggest lesson that I've had this year is to be able to surrender and to be able to just let go, let go of like the how and the why and the outcome, Um, let go of what I really want Uh, deadlines. You know, you set goals and they don't happen by a certain deadline. And instead of getting upset and negative with myself. um, I, you know, I'm learning to surrender and let it go and be in a higher power's hands, whatever that means for you. Um, But basically just to really let go of it all and know that it's that or something better. So like if whatever's in my mind isn't coming up and happening and going forth the way I want it to, trusting and knowing and actually believing that something better is in store for me. So surrender is my answer.
1: (laughs) It's crazy because I literally just recorded a podcast on the exact same thing, just about surrendering and trusting. So, um, definitely, you know, 2019 hasn't been the best of years, but it's been a great year for growth and lesson and, yes trust and letting go so i am a hundred percent
2: with you on that for sure oh i love it i mean there's just so much relief in that too that i've experienced um it relieves the pressure right yeah absolutely so we can find more joy which is now my new mission for 2020 it's yep. more joy
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm with you on that as well definitely <laughs> i think when we're trying to hustle and we're trying to yes try to make everything happen it just doesn't it just stops dead yep.
2: yeah your energy is blocking exactly what you want when you're in that hustle mode exactly yeah yeah big lesson
1: yeah. learned to me this year but yeah definitely was <laughs> um, one a great lesson
2: yeah. yeah well that's a great point you make too is that you like the hard things that happen or don't happen, therefore, right? Like yeah. whatever you're trying to manifest isn't happening, that's a good lesson. What lesson are you learning in this? Right? That's a better way to look at it than why isn't this happening?
1: Yeah, exactly. How can I
2: heal so that you know I can raise my vibration to the next best thing? Yeah, for sure. So yeah. you
1: work mainly, what is your the people that you work with? What's the main, you know,
2: lot of well, my sole clients, I would say are mainly like new mamas yeah. who are getting their world rocked with, yeah. you know, the, the new lifestyle and the triggers that come up with motherhood. Um, but really it's anybody who's open to committing to healing the wounds of their past so that they can show up brighter in all aspects, aspects of their lives. So, um, I find it's really hard. Well, it's not hard, but people have to be ready to commit to a healing journey before they find any benefits from it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Um, So you got to be kind of ready. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Seeking some type of next level.
1: Yeah, yeah. I find that too. And, um, you know, usually those that are ready will be, you know, um, don't they they sort of sort of gravitate towards you or whatever when they're yes. when they're at the their time that they yeah are open I suppose maybe
2: yes exactly and that's I think what happened to me too I was ready right yeah
1: same yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and then as you say you know your, your journey's been you know one thing after another and it's just been you know sort of a vibrational shift every all the time yes. so into this greater thing, which you know, we don't, it's a journey, we don't know where we're going, but we, as
2: you say, you know, you trust, surrender. Yeah, you trust, and I feel like there's no there really. That's also no. been a lesson that this journey is going to go on forever and ever until I'm not here anymore. And then yeah. hopefully, if I've done my work well, it will have passed on to my generations who, you know, will pass that along too. And that's really. I think one of the main messages behind the work I'm bringing forth into the world is like, it's not just about you, but it's also about our future generations and our world and our whole society. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: I think that we have like so much stress and so much anxiety in the world. And, and it's like, we're ready for that shift. I feel yep. and, and light workers like yourself and myself, um, uh, you know uh, definitely raising the vibration and helping with that shift
2: exactly and it's not a um, I wanted to mention because you mentioned something about vibrational shifts earlier and it is like a regular occurrence but it's also like there's hard days right Like my husband for example Absolutely. is working really late hours this week so not only do I have like a full schedule in my my kiddo and meals and, you know, everything that all, all of us moms deal with. But when you're put under extra pressure, having, um, tools to fall back on
1: is,
2: is what's most important. And I guess what I'm like really trying to teach people. Um, I was talking to my own therapist recently about my next baby that's coming. And I said, I feel so much more prepared but I know I'm going to be like swayed into old patterns just because that's how triggers work. So it's like having your toolbox is where the light is.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. Actually. That is. Yeah. And that's it. And there are a lot of people that um, are unaware of these tools.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. There are.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about that today and just thinking how, there's still so many people that are um, sort of sleepwalking through their lives. And the more, I suppose that you, your that your mission as well as mine is to, you know, just be a guiding light, I suppose, to help with those kinds of things.
2: Yeah. And, and give off the energy that, you know, we're here, we're here for you. And when you're open, then yeah. you're open to, that right yeah that's right
1: so what do you feel that the biggest um, hurdles or the biggest struggles that your your clients are having?
2: hmm that is a great question and I think we've touched on it a little bit um, I think it's just not even having a little bit of awareness so the self-awareness yeah. that you mentioned you know um, Helping them tune into that with more spiritual practices. So I think that, um, many people, including myself in the beginning of my journey, didn't really have a higher power specifically that, um, that I like leaned into on a daily basis, right and that's part of the surrendering um, lesson that I've learned this year, but being able to define that in your own terms and however that whatever that means to you, I think is a huge hurdle that people can overcome and and really then having that sense of relief and like the relief of the pressure that it's all on me to do to do this right, that just takes away the pressure. So I think that's one thing um, is just being able to connect, define, and you know believe in a higher power, whatever that means in your own terms. Because I was never a very religious person, so it never really resonated with me. So that was a really hard thing. And when I was given the opportunity and taught how to define that in my own words, then the game changed because then it wasn't all on me anymore. And I wasn't responsible. So I definitely think that's one. Um, And I had another thing that came to mind and it just went out of my brain, (laughs) of course. Oh, it was just um, the self-awareness. So that helps, you know, having the um, higher power, I think, does help us tune into our own self-awareness, too, um, and lets us kind of be less judgmental with whatever we're dealing with. And then the the other part to that is having the tools in your toolbox. So a lot of people, even though, I mean, I'm talking about very simple things like meditating, using essential oils, journaling. Um, Not everyone knows what emotional freedom technique is, but if you've been on, you know, any type of spiritual journey a little bit, I think you might. Um, But just having those tools and knowing how they can be accessed at any point in your day. So I think people think I don't have time for that. And really just a few minutes makes all the difference in the world and having somebody to keep you accountable and show you how to practice these things on a regular basis and stay committed and help you recognize the shifts that are actually taking place. Cause sometimes they're subtle and sometimes we don't see them ourselves. Um, I think that that is another hurdle seeing that progress within yourself um, once you commit to it.
1: Yeah, perfect. Yeah, because sometimes we do, don't we? We sort of go off on this, like I'm not seeing any results or whatever, and then someone can yeah. point out to you, "Hey, but remember you were like this, and now look at you—you're doing this, or you're, you know, right. confident or whatever." So yeah, and I, I find you're that
2: speaking like, more presently, you know, you can just feel it with people. Yeah it in their eyes and in their body language.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of reflecting actually today, just on 2019 and, and the way that I show up and it's like blown me away. I'm like, Oh my God, like at the start of the year, I was so fearful and so afraid. I used to, you know, do retreats, but I hired everybody else to do all the workshops because I felt that i probably you know wasn't smart enough or no one wanted to listen to me and like just mm-hmm. in the space of like a year it's just like ah, you yeah, know i'm doing my own stuff
2: you yeah. can catapult from one end to the other you just gave me the chills with that story because it's yeah. so moving i mean yeah. you can absolutely. really be in a totally different headspace
1: absolutely and it and and it can seem like it's such a a big um, journey to get there. But really like it hasn't even been a year. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh God, like I've changed so much, but you, until you look and back. Then and just imagine
2: home. next year, it's like once you're kind of, I call it like an awakening. Once you've had a little bit of an awakening, which I feel like the beginning is always a little bit longer. And then it's just like, a catalyst yes. transformation from there on. out. Like yeah, there's abs- no back, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. My daughter actually said to me the other day, she said, "Mummy, you should go back and listen to your very first podcast. And I uh, said, no, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I, think
2: I'll be I, don't, right. I don't even want to. I know. Right. That's like watching your first live video on Facebook or something. <laughs> I know.
1: And she just said like the way that I spoke was like, um, uh, you know, all stilted and, Really uh-huh. and I was like, oh yeah, I suppose. So I probably will listen one day, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: When you're ready. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When you're ready.
1: Yes, that's right. So what do you think um a unique skill is that you have that's helped you become successful in your business? Ooh.
2: A unique skill, huh? Oh. Let's see. Um it's funny because I had actually written this down at one of, I went to spirit junkies level two. I don't know if you knew that.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
2: but I had like a moment where literally I swear like spirit had come through me. I was so exhausted this day and we did an exercise and it basically asked this, like, what are your unique gifts? And of course our ego tends to like, dip into us when we start thinking about ourselves and our greatness.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Um, But I think that one of my best unique traits is that I am very self-disciplined. So um, that just, I think, has allowed me to really commit and dig into my self-healing journey but it also helps me to like grow in my business and in my personal life because I'm so disciplined to whatever I'm committing to that and making a priority that like I'm going to make it happen regardless of what's presented to me, what's comes out along the way. Um, and, an example of that is like every Sunday night I write out exactly how my week is going to look for every day. I have three main priorities that are going to get me to closer to love with my family, um, my career and my wellness. So there's like top three goals. I have my exercises, I have my meal planning and all these things. Cause life is so busy, but, um, I, like I said, I'm so committed to my like making mindful practices with my family and making sure that we're joyful and adventuring and spending time together and feeling loved and present with each other. But I'm also really freaking gung ho on growing my business and you know becoming this light in the world that I um, desire to be. And um, I have visions that I used to like try to bring forth, and now they just like come forward to me, and it's like really crazy what I can see in my future. And I think that is all going to be attributed to the self-discipline that I have. Yeah. Do
1: you think you could share some of that discipline with me?
2: (laughs) Some of that discipline? (laughs) Yes. I actually, so part of my (laughs) curriculum that I want to make um, eventually is this like technique that I use for planning because life is so crazy and it's so simple. Like I swear, it's so simple. I just reflect on each week, what went well, what didn't go well, what's in my, what's in my long, can I swear, long ass yeah. to-do list. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's in my long ass to-do list that, yeah. and I write it all out. So then it's like a brain dump. And then you move on to the next page, which is every single day. And you look at that long ass list and you're like, okay, what's my priorities this week? Cause you, we can't do it all. And I think that's why a lot of us sometimes feel defeated with ourselves is because we expect ourselves to do it all and yeah. get the whole to-do list done. And then, you know, we go to bed feeling defeated, exhausted, and not proud of ourselves. And we wake up with that same type of energy. Yeah. So um, not only like creating that, that time and um, that priority list, but also what's been huge for me is rooting my, in my like morning and evening, like spiritual practices, right? Like my mornings are my savior. Like I just, it's my favorite part of the day. And it probably has taken me like a year to make them my favorite part of the day. Felt like self-discipline at first, making myself get up and meditate and, you know, do this or that. And, um, it's actually turned into this like beautiful practice in the morning where I tap, I'll journal, I'll meditate, I dance, and like before I know it, like I was a little late for work today because it was like forty minutes had gone by, and I was like, oh my gosh, that was supposed to be twenty. Whoops! <laughs> um, but it makes me feel so good. It gets me so energized, and then you know you go into your day with your plan of you know three specific actions, and you get those done, and then you are satisfied fulfilled with what you've done for yourself and for whatever needs to get done and in the evening you know you can close up with like I like to sit just in silence but whatever it is like have a routine so that you can like close out your day with gratitude and fulfillment and then you go to sleep so much better you wake up so much happier with so much gratitude so I think it's just such a combination of all these things and our world needs it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I find that when I'm actually consistent with my morning routine, um, things are so much more in flow. And that's, you know, yeah, doing journaling and meditation and all those kinds of things, moving my body, mm-hmm. um, those kinds of things. I yeah, I agree with you. But it's about being consistent and being yes. disciplined. <laughs>
2: that's, that's great. So I want to ask you, what... Um, um I was gonna ask you something what how do you feel do you have different days are you consistent with like your morning routines I it
1: depends I usually am I usually will um you know sort of get out of bed my alarm actually says today I'm grateful for so that reminds me that to do a gratitude immediately yeah before I even get out of bed um and then I usually put on the kettle and, um, you know, make a cup of coffee, um, have a few sips of that, and then I'll do a meditation um, and journal and um, EFT as well. That I haven't been doing a lot of, but found when I was doing that, I was a lot more, um, as I said, in flow for sure. Yeah, uh, I like my that body word. As well. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. not consistent. Like I generally i i'll do it for you know like a couple of weeks at a time and then get a bit off track do you know what yeah. I mean? yeah
2: yeah and do you feel like when you like don't the mornings that you don't have routine like the days just feel a little more flustered
1: like super overwhelmed perfect example yesterday i had no idea why i felt my brain was caving in like i dead set felt like i just couldn't get it together like my brain yeah. just wasn't working properly and I kept thinking what is wrong with me and then I was like <laughs> oh my god I need to go and meditate like or just even just so I just went and sat outside and yeah. closed my eyes and had a few moments and then I like came back and little a bit better it still was really off because I've been you know have been moving my body but I didn't do that yesterday either so there was a right. lot that contributed to the like brain blowing up
2: your brain buzz (laughs) absolutely yeah so that it just shows like how powerful it really is and I don't know if you've tried this Um, one thing that helped me with my practice was I did one meditation which is my favorite I would be happy to teach it if anybody's interested but um, I did one meditation for 40 days straight okay so it was 11 minutes and that was all I did so yeah. it was very simple and um with kundalini yoga they say like that 40 day practice is what actually starts to rewire your neurons um within your subconscious and then you like not only are like changing your pathways but i think you begin to crave it a little bit yeah um so it's not such a need for self-discipline. It's like, you're like, Ooh, I want to go do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one with uh, the. Uh,
2: yeah, I do. Yeah. Sata-na-ma, that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Kirtan Kriya.
1: Okay. Yeah. So there's another one that Gabby does and it's just, um, it was in the finally full and she gets you to do 11 minutes and just holding, you know, your hands like this. Okay. Like, my fingers were like going to
2: fall off. <laughs> I, like, I know. Every freaking meditation Gabby teaches, I feel like makes my arms want to yeah, fall off. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I
1: don't need to do it with Like it.
2: I'm working out the- and meditating at the same time. why her
1: arms are so good. Seriously.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why is she so fit? I know. Yes. Oh. All
1: right. So um, I usually ask um, everybody what the phrase inner light means to
2: you. Oh, inner light! I lo- well, uh, first of all, I love it. I love that that is your brand and your name. So, congratulations on having I, I, that. Thank you. <laughs> <down>. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so this is really interesting because I've been a big yogi for like forever, a long, long time, and they always used to see, say, the light in me honors the light in you. And I never knew I liked it, but I never knew what it meant, really. <laughs> yeah. And now that I've been so much more in tune, it's, I feel like it's just an vibrational energy within us that comes out as, as our personality, really. Um, it exudes from our aura. Like, that's what light is. So when I do some of my meditations, I don't know if anyone who's listening has done a light bath meditation before, but it can be really cleansing to your energetic and emotional body. And, um, you know, once you've done a meditation like that, I think you do grasp (laughs) what inner light really is because it's, um, for me, when I do my light bath meditations, I imagine this, like. Huge sphere, like twelve feet above me, that is um, my higher self. So it's like a pure form of energy that's in a completely different dimension than where we live. <laughs> um, but it's basically that. I think your inner light is really your higher self, and it exists within your energetic and emotional bodies that you exude, you know, out into the world.
1: Thank you. That's beautiful. I love asking that because everybody has their different take on it. Yeah. Asking.
2: What did it mean for you when you created it?
1: It's sort of the same thing. It's definitely about, um, you know, that that essence, that soul yes. essence, essence of yourself. I love that word. Yeah. And it's just who you are at the core of your being. And I see that too. Like, um, you know, sometimes I see myself in this, Golden light, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like flying around, kind of like Peter Pan, um, <laughs> but like just this light body, and it's just the most beautiful, most um, feminine, most loving being, and 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 it's just deep down within my soul. So that's for me what inner light
2: means. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I believe I that those moments when you see the light body, you're like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you just want to stay there.
2: Yes, forever. <laughs> that's why forty minutes go by, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, oh. I have to go." <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I'm not really the light body right now. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> yeah, need my
1: voice. No. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything that you're working on at the moment that you'd like to
2: share? Any courses? Sure. I'm actually. um really excited for 2020 because I have a lot of amazing things coming. First of all, I don't know when this is going to air, but next weekend um, after Christmas, I'm doing a free training based on a lot of things that we've talked about today um, Uh that, you know, having tools for your toolbox for simple mindfulness. Um, But that is going to roll into a new, I haven't even really named it yet, but it's like a new full moon like new year full moon intention setting um like ceremony so that'll be coming up in January and I'm having a baby in February so that's gonna be a little bit of a quieter month. <laughs> um we've talked I'm actually moving to Australia in April yes. so I will be in Darwin. We should definitely somehow connect. I plan to yeah. travel around so um oh. catch me over in Darwin if you're there <laughs> and after that i'm really excited because um you did spirit junkies level 1 that's how i found you right Erin? yeah yeah okay um i will be an affiliate for that program so i'm going to be doing like a really fun training on it um when it launches so that people can kind of come into that world and I'm going to have lots of fun bonuses and giveaways so
1: good yeah the year is
2: is jam-packed with amazing stuff I'm going to start offering more group coaching and also some digital courses as well so I'm really excited to get all that moving yeah it sounds very exciting I just had (laughs) the meeting with my coach today and I'm like holy moly this year is gonna be
1: awesome yeah it's good it's uh, I've got a good feeling about 2020 a really good feeling so yeah
2: are you at all in tune with like the numerics of the years has it, anyone been talking to you about that
1: no no I say so I, I guess as I go along it's like oh like people used to talk about the moon and I'd be like whatever you know and now whatever oh. Boons, like oh it's because of this yeah
2: so apparently the year of four because two plus two equals four and that's the year of um basically selfless service so we can all bring that into our businesses and just serve with love and value
1: absolutely sounds like a plan to me
2: (laughs) i'm sure yeah i've seen your website i love it thank you thanks for that so i'm
1: very very happy that you joined me today and thank you so much for the chat i really appreciate it and i'll be putting all your links in the show notes so that people can find you but um, where do you want to just tell them where they can find you online
2: yeah so i would love i love connecting with people on instagram i'm taylor and bonga uh, no E and <laughs> Um but my website is super beneficial for people. So I really like to take people there. It's taylorannbonga.com. Um, I have so many great resources and information and just, you can learn more about who I am. I have a blog. Um, so definitely check it out. There's I worked really hard on that thing and there's lots of good stuff over there.
1: <laughs> I know. Websites are very hard work, aren't
2: they? <laughs> yeah, that was like one of my major accomplishments for two I'm like, what year are we in? <laughs> yeah, where are
1: we? <laughs> well, I'm going to definitely go over and have a look at all you, you goodies over there for sure.
2: Well, so, thank you. Thank you so much. It's been so nice getting to know you. Yeah, you too.
1: I really appreciate you jumping on. Thank you.
2: Thank you.